we like Drake because Drake was different, right? We like Jay because he was different. We like Kanye because he was different. And how do you stick out if everyone is the same, if you all sound the right. same? I like syrup freaking delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. You like maple syrup on your pancakes? Pancakes. 100% Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? <laughs> this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. Wow. It's been a while. It's our Chung of the Maple Syrup Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for not leaving our side. Uh, for those that are just kind of hearing about us, remember to follow us on, on Apple Music. So make sure to download on the Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to head up uh, Spotify. Uh, find us pod, the podcast there. And also on ICN.DJ or Indie Creative Network. What's going on, Wise, and the whole team? We're actually back for a good season, another season of the Maple Syrup Podcast. A lot, I, I promise you, a lot more interviews, a lot more conversations, and just really shining the light on Canada and what it has to offer through culture. I mean, we are the top people right now. I mean, Drake uh, just got his accolades on Billboard, and he was just number one everything. <laughs> number one everything that you can think of. But speaking of number one, I actually got married, guys. Uh, in On November 9th, I actually tied the knot with my beautiful wife, Miss Michelle Chung. So big shout out to you, my dear. And it's been great. It's been great. So we're actually back into the swing of things. You're going to be hearing a lot more podcasts from us. So make sure to follow us on Instagram, Maple Syrup Podcast, and on Twitter, Maple Syrup Show, and follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. And also, can't forget my homie, my good friend, my ace, AJ Lift, uh, Andy, what's going on? He just had his little baby boy. His baby boy is getting big. So I can't wait to have him back on the podcast real soon. And that's a promise, my friend. Know that. But before we get to the interview, I actually want to play a little clip of something that means a lot. I mean, a couple days ago, we celebrated the life of Madiba, also known as the patriarch, uh, Nelson Mandela. I, I remember back in 90, was it 90? In 98, I think I was in grade six or seven. I was in grade six, grade seven. And there was an actually um, an opportunity for some kids to see Nelson Mandela live at the now defunct Sky Dome, which is now called the Rogers Center. Um, it was during that time when he was creating the Nelson Mandela Children's Fund to aid kids and children and the youth in South Africa. And I was privileged to actually go down with a couple of my good friends and check out uh, Mr. Mandela, a, you know, also known as Badiba. And it was so invigorating like the energy think of like 50,000 kids in one stadium beyond recognition beyond belief and so I want to play just a little clip uh, from actually his speech where he um, is actually empowering the youth and this is something that really stuck out to me here it is it has been said that the youth the children are the most important asset in our society. To find that young people are so sensitive to come to the help of their young friends in South Africa shows that Canada, the people of Canada, 
are on their feet to be counted in fighting all forms of injustice. <clears throat> when I go back to my country, I will be able to tell the children of South Africa that in Canada, they have friends indeed who are ready <coughs> who are ready to work with us for a better life for all children. And I would like you to tell the Canadian children who are not here today with us that we love each and every one of them. Of course, the life of Madiba lives on in all of us. I want to see change, whether it's in our communities, in our cities, in our society. And it's very important that, you know, I, I keep stressing love. Love, love is the answer. Hope is the answer. Faith is the answer. And unfortunately, you know, he's not here. And if he were still here, he would have been celebrating his 100th birthday. So, you know, amongst his trying times in Robben Island, becoming the first, you know, first black South African president um, really is a staple, not just for South Africans, but just people and black people in general, um, being, a, you know, Jamaican, Canadian. It's really hard to really associate uh, with society, of course, because, you know, society really wasn't built for us. But that's another discussion in itself. But it, it, it rings true because I actually got to see this guy live. You know, not a lot of people can say that. So um, I'm honored. And again, um, our prayers uh, to the whole Mandela family. And we're still going to keep his spirits and his, and, his, and his energy held high that we want to see change in our world. All right. So now let's get to the meat of the podcast. It's very rare where you can go to parties, you know, see sound clashes and actually battle against people. It's very rare. I mean, obviously, you can, you know, be in the car, pull up your phone, whatever. Oh, my song's better than yours. My song is better than yours. But did you ever think about putting an actual game together? Well, I'm actually talking to the creator and founder of the Ox God game, which is actually a phenomenon that is sweeping not only North America, but pretty much the world. And I got a chance to sit down with him. He actually has an event happening on December 9th, this Sunday coming up. So if you're listening now to the podcast... Get your tickets now at Eventbrite. Uh, this is not an ad, by the way. He didn't pay for sponsorship. But <laughs> I got a chance to sit down, talk with him, and just really pick his brain in regards to how he got the show start, uh, get the game started. And the conversation is pretty much enveloped from there. Um, so here he is, Mike Bamboo of Ox God, right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Everybody I talk about song killing. When they don't know, say we are original song killer. Fast, you know we. <laughs> Anytime we start dance, dance off a lot. Girl, follow back a week. Hey, you know, say we have a thing punk up. <laughs> Can't chat to me. <laughs> we start dance from 19 all long. Think I only 45 we collect. I don't play it without. Anytime we drop Cardinal, IRS, and Wire. <laughs> a big tune that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've shot so many weddings, so it's like it's great. Congratulations! See if I had known if I had known you before, I would probably have invited you to the to the reception. There too. you go. It was a party, man. I'm I bet. Part of me. I bet it was. Two people who know music. If you if you had a who was your DJ? Too many. 
Oh, you had like a lineup. No, the fact is we didn't have a lineup. We, I only hired one DJ and all my DJ friends ended up showing up. Oh, dope. So for instance, I had Kid Cut MC. No, we had Kid Cut MC. Yeah, yeah. So dope. he wasn't emceeing art. Like he's a friend of mine. I've yeah. known that guy since I was seven. Kid Cut, Kid Cut. Is that Baby, Baby Blue, Blue Sound Crew? Wow, that's crazy. Okay. I know I've known him since I was seven. That's crazy. I only wanted him there as a friend, as a guest. Don't touch the microphone. Don't do anything. Just yeah, eat yeah, your food yeah. and enjoy. Give me my money. Just for chill, the card relax. And just relax. Um, so I have my boy DJ, uh, Mr. Akil D. Uh-huh. He's dope at what he does. Um, then I also have my boy JKD of Genesis Sound. He, he touched through. Um, Specs, the boss, was supposed to be there. No, it's not Specs the Boss. No, it's Specs the Boss. He wants to be called not Specs, Specs the, the Boss. boss. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so he was supposed to be there, but he couldn't because, but he's like a big mentor of mine. Yeah. Um, he's the reason why I'm pretty much doing radio. Um, so Specs was supposed to be there. Bandit was there. The Bandit, who does the Toronto Reggae Festival, mm-hmm. Redemption, all those plays, all those so shows. So this was just like. Jester. So this was, this was like a festival. It, pretty much. Yeah. Dr. J was supposed to be there, but he was in Miami. Crazy. Um, but it was a party, man. Like, yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah. it was open bar. So, and, so like I said, Kid Cut jumped on the mic. I didn't ask him to do it. Right. And, like, the reception mm-hmm. turned into a party. That's so far. So. Dude, you know how many weddings I shot where the music is garbage? Garbage. Well, Poubelle. Well, okay. Don't have to bring out the French stuff, man. But I'm a Francaise boy. That's how it goes. Okay, so who's so everyone wants to bring it in. Uh, nobody actually. My, my parents were both born in Jamaica, but my dad's dad, my grandfather is from France. Oh, wow. And he moved to Jamaica after the war. Wow. So yeah. what's that? Okay, okay. Hold, put a pin on that. <laughs> we have uh, on, on this show, I've already mentioned at the beginning of the show, everybody, if you're not listening, uh, have a great guy, great entrepreneur, great photographer, great eye for detail. Yes, thank I you, said thank you, thank you. But also, he is the creator. I don't like to say the curator or the founder of no. <laughs> he is the creator of, uh, of of an amazing card game that has pretty much been sweeping not just North America, <laughs> but overseas. I don't know even. Should we even drop? Should we even name drop? Should we even name drop the places right now, my G? Like Yo, Luxembourg. Just, just, just drop it. Just drop Luxembourg. It. Australia, dog. Australia. Drop a bomb Russia. on that one. Russia. <laughs> I ain't dropping no bomb on that one. I don't need that fire right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, 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 Yo, I heard you dropping bombs <laughs> oh, on us, bro. Yeah. Maple Trump. syrup. I see you I'm dropping bombs. <laughs> Russia. Yeah. Um, uh, Hong Amsterdam. Kong. Amsterdam. UK. Crazy. Yeah, Mr. It's, it's getting it's getting out there, bro. Worldwide. Why am I not like the official host of, host of this thing and not? You're wilding. You yeah. saw me host that night. <laughs> yeah, that... you did a good job. You did a good job. Okay. I think I was impressed with the way you got everyone to the front because everyone was at the bar drinking and being shy. Not everybody can do that, son. Not everybody can be hosts. All right. I was like, come on, guy. Just 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 do what he says. There's an art. Make people feel there, comfortable. There's an art. That's the and and I think you know what and that embodies and here's the shameless promotion right here. Hey, ads brought to you by Oxcod, <laughs> a game that brings everybody together. There you go. Um, he is the creator, the founder. Uh, he's just a great guy over personally. Um, he's a great pet. He's a pancake connoisseur, just like I am. There you go. Maple syrup all day, no table syrup. Let them know. No Angemima in the house. Let them know. No, if it's if it's too thick, it's not syrup. It's 
Pens oil. <laughs> yeah, it's like 10 W30. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's pen. Yo, I think you're probably going to be start co-hosting the show. <laughs> I don't know, man. But the game is called Ox God. It's the music battle card game where you can pretty pretty much pick up everywhere at oxgodgame.com. No, this is not a shameless plug. No, this podcast is not sponsored by Ox God, although it should be. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but... I mean, let's give them a basis of uh, a card game for hip-hop and R&B fans. One team will act as the judges and draw a card each round. The remaining two teams battle against each other by playing a song from their smartphones in response to the card. The team with the best song is awarded a point by the judges. But you Easy. don't really need judges. You can self-judge, but when you have judges, it's great because that's where the like the, 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 the beef starts within the, within the, the players. Mm. Like, you didn't pick my song, you should have picked my song, blah, blah, blah. So you're an instigator, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I'm 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 you poking the with, fire. You said that with such confidence. Because it's though. true. It's true. Like some of those questions are purposely designed to instigate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like some kind of fights in the house. So, so I guess the AKA, I guess the AKA now is instigator. Um, so if I said to you, um, play a song from the best rapper alive, okay. what would you play? You know what I'm gonna play right now. Give me a second. It's just a public service announcement. Sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the up. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Yeah. I just played Jay Z and what? All right, so what then I get my chance. So what's your chance? So I'm gonna play. Escobar season has returned. Has returned. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. It's life or death for me, man. But you know, there's no turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am, yeah. You can hate me now, QB, but I won't stop now. Real niggas, cause I can't stop now. Brave hearts, you can hate me now. Come on. Oh, you're coming with the Nas, eh? Yeah. <laughs> because a perfect, it's a perfect title for um for the beef we're about to have. You can hate me after this. Yo, that's the new. That's that's the name of the episode. Hate me now. So basically, and then we play. I play a song, you play a song, right. and the judges have to determine what song they like better. They gotta follow a certain criteria. But it's hard because it's a podcast right now, so it's like we can't really get people. To so judge. the people at home gotta judge. For real? They gotta self judge. Okay. Like well, what they play. If you know what's right, you know that Hove is. If if you if you really enjoy lyricism and things that make you think, then you would go nuts. But you can also listen to Hove too, and you think. He wrote a whole album, 444. That was Reasonable Doubt. And nobody listened to 444 because that's really old music. Shots fired. Yeah, so the episode, <laughs> so the podcast, is, the episode's pretty much done. Like, you, can, you can go. You can, like, take back, give me back my wad. No, listen, back I liked 444. I really did, but I wanted a little bounce. Ain't my here, Jay. I want to hear some bounce. But there's a, okay, you're right. Right, I want. You're right. I, just, I want. It's the yin and yang in life. I want some bounce. I want something that made me be like, "Oh man, this guy's right." Like, I really need to stop buying food every day and save my money. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want both. Uh, okay, you make a valid point, but then I can say the opposite because Nas didn't have Nas. Don't, Nas still don't have no bounce. Hate me now's bounce, dog. I'm not gonna be in the club. Tell yo, you can hate me now. You've never been in a club and heard hate me of now. Of course I have, and it goes crazy. But that's not that's the what point. I'm talking about. That's not the point right now, and it's not helping the situation. <laughs> I got Mike Bamboo on the podcast. Everybody, what's going on, man? Chilling, man. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. It's good. We should have. You know what you should have had. So we're both pancake connoisseurs. I know. I, I you should have had some waffles for us to trash on. That's what you should have. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is. It's I. I it's you know what. I'm I okay. This is not going to be the last time you're going to come on the show. I All promise right, you that. I will. I'm it's down for regular guest still, spots. It's because of the fact that we're still building the foundation, and because I don't really have the time to make pancakes. Because the whole premise of the show was. I was going to make gourmet pancakes and right. have that person obviously talk about culture and yeah, conversations. Yeah. So I'm hoping for this season uh, of the podcast mm-hmm. that I'm going to start doing that now because I want to start doing that in my house as opposed to in the studio here. Oh, dope. Yeah. Because um, I want to invite people to have that comfort, have that level of comfort uh, or in my microphone. So everything is. So I promise you when my when I get my microphones mm-hmm. and if you're in the Ajax area, let me know. Oh, you're in Ajax? I'm in Ajax. Be How ready. do you get there? I drive. Wow. Wow. Don't you drive too? I do, but I my car doesn't go that far. <laughs> Why did I agree to this? I thought you I thought you had to take a plane to Ajax. I okay. thought it was like Neverland. Where do you live again? <laughs> Mississauga. You're wild, G. <laughs> Miss, you know what's crazy? People in people in the East End never go to Saga. They're like, "Why would I go there?" Why? What's the point? Yo, you're going to square one. Why, when I got Fairview, Scarborough Town Center, Pickering Town Center, Eaton Center, why am I going to Square One? Why? Do, why? Wh- Listen, we got Pickering, Pickering Flea Market. H- hold it down. We got Doctor Fleas up the. Sh- well, no, Doctor Fleas. Doctor Fleas. You don't want to go Doctor Fleas. Nobody wants to go to Doctor <laughs> Fleas. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I get it. I get it. You I get, get it. it. Miss Saga. I- I've lived it my whole life, so I can't talk bad about it. But I do wish. There was more like it was a walking city like Toronto. I got beat up in Mississauga, so that's why I have a beef there. Okay, <laughs> wait, well, hold up, wait, hold up. Were you at Club One Hundred Eight or something? Yep. You were at Club One Hundred Eight for real? Yeah. And you got beat up right off the highway, right? Off yeah, of, yeah. Uh, off of the like Dixie Negleton yes. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I so wait, okay, <laughs> I didn't get beat up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> wait, hold. On. This is my podcast, so, <laughs> You don't laugh at me. <laughs> You know what? It was funny that I guessed it right. You don't laugh at so me. So wait, hold on. You got beat up at Club 108. I didn't get really beat up. I got roughed up. Let me. Okay, that's a nicer way to put it. I didn't get beat up because I would have like marks and stuff. So you got like the defas. Yeah, I got like a one too. Yeah. But, I, but I will say, <laughs> I, I will say that not, okay. like the, not like the other guy that got uh, trashed the other day. Yes, that show was crazy. Um, but I, I will give the basis. The basis was I was dating a girl at the time. Mm-hmm. Really nice girl. She found out I was. Talking to the next team. Yeah. Called up her brother. So luckily, it wasn't like a gang of uh, guys. It yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. A f- it was a family thing. So I'll give it, like, at least the respect was there. Right. So they were like, like yo, yo I'm you're wildin'. Like, like that's you, my sister, you're wildin'. I'm like, wait, well, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Boo! And it's the ones where it's like, you don't get it in the face. It's the yeah, one yeah. where you get it in the ear. The ear and, and face? The, and, the, and the, no, no, not the face, just the ear. Got you. And you get the ringing. And you're like, holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, Oh wow! So are you? So you're seeing the mouth thing. This guy had tinnitus. Is that what the term is? <laughs> yeah, when you get like the ringing, the ringing in your ear. ear? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I had. So I vowed to myself that I would never, ever, ever step in Mississauga again. Um, I thought you were saying you would never ever cheat again. 
This guy's crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> this guy, instead of saying he would never <laughs> cheat again, he's like, Time I would out. never go to Missile again. Listen, I that's got where... the ultimate proof. <laughs> I just this is got amazing. Married, I just got married three <laughs> weeks ago, people, okay? That, this is the ultimate proof right here that I'm never going you to You learned your lesson. Again. Of course. No one wants to hey, no really have, get boxed. Have you ever been boxed up in your ear before? Uh, Mike, you've no. Been boxed I've never been boxed in my ear. I've been, so I used to do Muay Thai. So okay. I've never been like a oh, box for like oh someone that was God. hitting me. What else do you do? What else do you do, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I just do a lot Other of stuff, Other than doing photography <laughs> and making a, like a worldwide game that's a phenomenon all over the world. What uh, else do you do? Uh, what else do, do I do? Do you save children in, in Mozambique? <laughs> I wish. That'd I wish. Dope. We should we should do that. What else do I do? I know. I just, I just do. Th- I like to just be creative, bro. I like to be creative and just do things. So then talk to us about the whole creative process. Because uh, as I mentioned, you're, you're a photographer. Yeah. Um, I guess that was the first love. No, actually, my first love was writing and drawing. Talk to me about that. So, like, when I was a kid, um, I mean, all I wanted to do was just kind of, like, I wanted to be some sort of artist. I didn't know, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be an actor. Um, I liked drawing. I liked writing. Mm -hmm. I liked all these things. I liked sports. Right. Um, And then growing up, you know, Caribbean household is, like, Yo, you got to go to school. You got to go to school. You got to go to school. You got to be specific, though. With what do you mean? What Caribbean household? Oh, it's Jamaican household. Jamaican household. So that's on 100 right there. Yeah. So it's like school, school, school. You know what I mean? Stop playing games. You got to go to school. Mm-hmm. Da, da. So. Pick up your book. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I remember every Friday, TGIF, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. Family you, matters. Full house. Oof. The lineup. Boy meets world. Boy meets right? world. You have all that all that good stuff. Yeah. And then my aunt is my aunt is on the kitchen table writing up math questions for us to do no every Friday. No way. You want to know the joke? Is that was for Saturday. That was Saturday morning for me because I went to summer. Uh, not summer school. Was it Saturday school? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Wow. Saturday I'm, school? I'm really aging myself right now. Continue. Yeah. Saturday. <laughs> so Friday. No, shut up. Okay. Continue. <laughs> okay. Continue uh, your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every Friday. So they would we would have pizza. Like we could order pizza or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, my sister would have like a junk food for like the week. We had Chinese food. Continue. There you go. That makes sense. Wait, but you're Chinese. Continue your story, <laughs> man. <laughs> so <laughs> uh and then um yeah, and then she'd be writing out math questions for us. Right. Or like problem solving questions or word problems or and then we'd have to reread like the Bible. Oh, so you're coming from a Jamaican Christian household. Yes. Adventist? And let me tell you something. No, Pentecostal. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, yep. <laughs> I hated both of those things. I hated both of those things. I hated the Fridays where we had to do work. Yep. And I hated going to church. Like, I'll go to church on Sunday, but that's all you're getting from me. Even the church on Sundays was so, like, okay, this is this was the crazy part, right? So Be sometimes, mindful, because I am Christian. <laughs> no, no, no. I, but, you know, everyone has their thing, and I get yeah, it. Yeah. Just as a kid, like, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. I don't want to go to church. I want to play. And I remember every time X-Men used to come on. Saturday so morning. So he'd be like, and they'd be like, let's go to church. Come on, man. I want to see Wolverine tear something up. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to church right but now. But wait, you weren't watching it on Saturday morning? No, because some of the people go to church Saturday mornings. Sometimes. 
On Saturdays? Sometimes, yeah, because I had cousins that were seven-day Adventists. Oh, I'm not nothing against seven-day Adventist people. Right? Ah, uh, you had to deal with the double duty. So sometimes we would go, sometimes we wouldn't, but like, and then on the Sundays we would go to our own church. Right. Or if we w- we would go either once on the Saturday or once on the Sunday. We wouldn't do back-to-back. Right. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. But yeah, and then we would, um, so that was kind of like my growing up. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, like the questions stopped happening, like the like the math problem. You got we a stopped bit doing older, that. Yeah. yeah, and then like the, and, and then obviously when I got older, like the going to church kind of, it was like a choice. Like, do you want to go? And I was always like, absolutely no. not. It's like, I'm not going. Well, you better go back. <laughs> Yo, I, I go to a great, I, listen, I, yes, this is a shameless plug. Too. I go to a church, great church downtown. So yes, this we're a downtown is... church. We're cool. We wear whatever we mm-hmm. want. No, we don't fornicate in like in church or whatever like that. <laughs> wow, it's wild, wild. But no, but yeah, what were you saying? You're... No, I was just what I was saying is like when I got old enough to go to church as a choice, I just I just didn't want to go. Yeah, and I always kind of said like, oh, people ask me like, when are you gonna go back? I'm like, I feel like I I'll go know. back when everybody else goes back. Like when they get old, they feel like they're gonna die soon. They're like, oh, I'm gonna see that light. I better go to church. I better start. I better. I better get baptized. Oh man, this podcast, <laughs> this episode is gonna be a horrible one. Uh, so then, okay, so I, so I take it because you know what I realized because I kind of went through that that little phase too a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, trust me, you're preaching to the choir in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, after a while, I chose not to go. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of went through my whole little. We're not. This is not a psych, psychiatric. <laughs> it's a therapy session. It's not a therapy session. We can unpack right this now. if you want. No, no, we're not doing that today. <laughs> <laughs> I already got my own issues. No, no. Um, but. Within that time, it's like the level of creativity. It's like, for instance, like the level of creativity just kind of like sparked. Because you said you 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 started writing, yeah, you started drawing, yeah, and then writing, drawing. So what came first, writing or drawing? Uh, drawing was probably first. Drawing mm-hmm. was first. Um, writing came after. Right. Um, design, colors. Patterns, all that stuff was kind of like in mixed in between. Right. Because my mom was always kind of like, she doesn't know this, but she was she was like she's probably still not gonna know. Yeah, this. she was like very. I think she was very. She was very important to the part of like how things should match. Right. She's great at that. Right. She doesn't realize she's great at that. She's like very like into like dressing well. Right. And like colors and mm-hmm. how this matches. So I get that part from her. My aunt, who I lived with, was the person who drew. And my other aunt, who I also lived with, was like the funny one. Hmm. So I kind of, I grew up with them, all three of those little, those women, Mm -hmm. those ladies, and I kind of just took piece of each one of them. And you kind of fabricated into your own little fabric. Uh, Yeah, and I think just seeing all of that. So instead of having like three parents, I had four. My dad was coming in and out because he used to live downtown. Mm -hmm. And then when he would come down, he offered like another sort of like charisma that... Um, the ladies didn't have, but he had. It was like I had four parents, basically. That's so, dope. like, we couldn't get away with anything. It was crazy. <laughs> but you know what it does sometimes, though? Like, even having that, like, that vast array of, like, people around you, mm-hmm. it's like you're you're taking an inch from each cloth. For sure. Because not only is it designing, like, obviously it's keeping the legacy of their, you know, your family together, yeah. but it's also kind of intertwining your own identity, in mm-hmm. a sense, because now... Cause I had to kind of like find out about you, right? Um, once a fun fact, I thought this guy was American at one point. Be known to be, but it might as well he is because he's in Mississauga. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm that far. You, trust me, you're far. <laughs> you're far, dude. Um, but the whole basis is like, I, I I've heard your name around 
places as this great photographer. Oh, dope. So talk to me That's about, fire. like, how did, how did you go from, like, drawing first, then to writing, and then, like, picking up a camera? Uh, so my uncle, who was the last born out of all seven of the kids, mm-hmm. he is a photographer. So growing up, seeing him with a camera, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I'm like always super inquisitive. I'm like, how does this work? How does it take photos and that sort of thing? And seeing him take photos of like us growing up, Mm -hmm. I was always kind of interested in that art form. Mm -hmm. And I remember taking pictures as a kid and thinking like, oh, is this a good picture? Is this considered a good picture? Um, Because I didn't know what a a good picture was. Right. right? And then when I was in high school, since I'm a French immersion kid, so I didn't have much... (laughs) <laughs> this guy's shaking his head. I didn't have much room on my timetable to fit all the arts I wanted to right. do because I had to take a certain amount of French courses. Yep. So I was limited, but I always wanted to do photography. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, I, I was like maybe 21, 22 years old, and my friend got married. Mm-hmm. And I had a nice camera, and he was like, could you shoot my wedding what for me? What was your first camera? What was the camera? Uh, it was a Canon XTI. It was like a small, like, um, what would you shoot? No, it's not a point and shoot. It's like an SLR, but it's a DSLR, but they're not like the professional grade ones. Right. They're like entry level SLRs. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. They're still big. You can take new lenses yeah, off them and stuff. The, right. But they're, look, they're a little smaller than like the big professional ones. Right. And I shot that wedding and I was always like, oh, man, I could do this. Like I've always wanted to do it. I never had the opportunity to. I shot that wedding and thought, I could do this. This is easy. Right. This is simple for me. And then after that, I started just putting together a website shooting people, mm-hmm. and then just becoming a full-time photographer after that. So then how does a crazy guy like you go from all of that to this card game? I, I find it very baffling. Uh, you know what? Because you still do photography. Yeah, I still shoot. I love shooting. Right. I love shooting. I love, I love like, the hosting thing. I love, like, writing those cards is great because right. I got to incorporate, like, I want to go to school for journalism, mm-hmm. and I it was like I don't like writing what they want me to write. Right. But writing those card games was like, man, I'm getting I get to tap into my your youth. My yeah, what I want, like my writing style, like what I love to do when I was a kid, and like right. writing people laugh and stuff like that. So I got to incorporate that, and then designing the box and everything was like a different side of me that I got to like collaborate with my graphic designer and do something really really cool with the box. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so weird because here I am thinking, okay, I've heard about this Ox God game. Because like I said, for those that are just like listening and, and don't really know about this Ox God game. Like it's when I, I mean, I'm not boosting this dude at all. <laughs> but the factor is when I'm around the city, people are talking about not just the game itself, not just the categories that are in it, but just even the, the atmosphere of the events. Yeah, they're great. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's something that's very unheard of for Toronto sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, and this is where we can kind of go into the rant now. This is where we get real. Really yeah, yeah, real. yeah. Um, Toronto doesn't really support much. Mm. Um, when you when when you decided to do the game, did you did you get did you come against a lot of backlash in regards to it? Did you tell a lot of people about it? Did you kind of <clears throat> like what was the response to it? Yeah, like when I started telling people about the game. Uh, so here's the thing that. The, one thing I know about like business from just like being on my own and hustling for so long mm-hmm. is that when you're make when you make a product, you can't make it for everyone. Right. You have to make it for a specific group of people. So when I was making this, a lot of people were asking me, just make it a general version, like a general game. Mm-hmm. You can play pop, rock, country, da da da. And I was really adamant and I was like, absolutely not. Because if you do that, <laughs> you have no voice. Right. 
you have no voice. So like, if I was like, oh, this thing where you can battle with any song, that's cool and everything. Mm-hmm. But then it, I can't be like, guy, this is a hip hop and R and B game for the hip hop culture. Right. There's references in here about twerking, trap music, you know, everything that we know the that goes on <laughs> with the new jet. Oh, I, yeah, there's some eighty cars in here too. Damn straight. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> which I would love to hear Bobby Brown play at a battle. To be honest, I haven't heard it yet. I, even Tevin Campbell haven't heard it yet. So I'm still waiting for the day. But we can but, make it happen Sunday. But that's what I'm saying. So all that stuff was super important to mm-hmm. me as someone who loves hip hop culture. And when I made the hip hop game, I had interns at the time and they were really into pop. Right. So we collaborated on that. And they knew they knew hip hop like they knew pop music like I knew hip hop. Right. They knew like the intricacies, like the the pop culture references that I didn't know that we were right. able to put into that pop game to make it authentic. Mm-hmm. So this is an authentic hip hop and R and B game. It's from someone who's been in this culture for so long, their whole life, and they're putting all like the subliminals that they know about, like Dave Chappelle references and all that stuff, are all wow. in the game. Okay, so see, and that's actually one of my favorite comedians. And, yeah, and for fire, which is, which is weird. He's great. Um, so take so take us into the like the the process of because like I'm feeling the cards. It's not like no little one, two, three, nah. ten cards. There's about 150 There's cards. There's a in there. bulk amount. So what would if I'm using the term right, no, I'm not using. I'm not gonna use any terms. Period. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the fact that you you ca- you catered towards a demographic or a group of people that aren't really truly represented. Yeah. Are Are you afraid? First and foremost, is this trademarked? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. We got that out the way. Do you find this game going into the wrong circles? No, it's too late for that. It's, it's, I've, I've already sold so many. If it was going to hit the wrong circles, it would have hit the wrong circles already. Well, that's very true because not only has it just touched Toronto, it's touched, like we said, the names at the beginning, yeah. Luxembourg. Although you pretty much the Europe, pretty much Europe. Europe is yeah, yeah. Europe has been super supportive. Um. So then, take us into like the events, like like for one, for instance, uh, Extra Gravy Podcast. They they represent they represent for this game, man. Yeah, Marlon's great. Um, he's he you know he's been a big fan of the game, like a good kind of like supporter right. in that regard, and it's been good to like become friends with him on that on that level. Because like growing up, like when I was working full time, I worked at, I worked at Rogers, mm-hmm. right, and um, just kind of seeing these guys on like not Instagram but on Facebook, and they're right. like doing their own thing and. Him doing the VJ search and Femi and the girls, right. like everyone doing their thing. I was like, wow, I would. It would be so great if I was able to ever be like a full time creative like these guys were. Mm-hmm. And then when I lost my, when I got laid off, I was like, all right, I'm never turning back. Yeah, I'm just gonna be a straight up, just creative. So being friends with these guys now, it's kind of like, you know, I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be, and I've always, I've always wanted to be creative right and now i can just be full-time creative and i now i mean people that are creative and they put their creativity on their shoulders so here's the thing because i know a lot of i know a lot of creatives listen to this um to listen to the podcast because we actually have listeners in new york that are really attentive to this yeah um love new york when you were building the card game or just pretty much just building yeah your your empire (laughs) i I would say that slowly slowly you are um Take us through those moments where you're kind of looking at the game and you're like, you know what? I don't know if this is going to work. Dude, that still happens. That still happens. Please, pray tell. There's, (laughs) I think what's what's good about podcasts like this, and I I think a lot of people only show like the good side, Mm -hmm. but there is times where I've been like, honestly, I don't know why I even started this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would have been better off 
financially if I didn't start. Mm. Because it takes so much money to get something like this off the ground. Right. And not only just producing it, but also to send products out with the hope that someone will listen to you mm-hmm. when you write them a nice letter and that costs money. Right. Right. Um, flying out to here, here, wherever, where people ask you like, hey, we have an interview for you. Mm-hmm. Can you come? And you're paying your own money on your own dime. Right. When you're throwing events and you have to put everything on your shoulders, like photographer, videographer, space, mm-hmm. you know, risers, lights, that's all on your dime. Right. So that's like the bad side of it. But the good side of it is like when I get those Instagram messages of people playing at their home and they live somewhere in like Georgia or mm-hmm. something, it, it it's really uplifting to see that something that I made in my basement is really touching people all over the world and everyone's so happy. Wait, hold on, time it. In your basement? Yeah, I made it in my basement. What do you what? <laughs> Okay. Ex- explain. So, when I started writing the game, so go back to when I found yeah. out. Okay, so July 1st, Canada, I think 2016, I'm at my boy's party. I'm playing music on a Bluetooth speaker, mm-hmm. right? And a guy comes up to me and he says, hey, why don't we do a sound clash? You play song, I play song. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, we can do this. My friend who's the host in the party starts throwing out categories. 90s right. R&B, 90s female artists, 2000s rapper, all these kind of like loosely questions, right? Right. So I start playing songs, they're playing songs. I start getting up on the table and I'm rapping and we're having a good time. We play mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half and I go home and I'm thinking, that was special. That was really, that was a special moment. Mm-hmm. And I wake up the next morning and I was still thinking about it. And I said, I'm going to buy that game if there is a game like that out there. So I start Google searching and I find absolutely nothing. Wow. So July 2nd, I start writing questions for the game. I'm like, cool, I'll, I'll make it myself. Right. So I start like brainstorming questions. You know, play a song that motivates you in the morning. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, play a song by a 90s rapper, play a song from Rough Riders, play a song by Drake, play mm-hmm. a song. So I start breaking all these categories. I'm like, okay, like what can we fill in these categories? So we have the life category mm. that's like play a first dance wedding song. Why you got to do that, guy? <laughs> you know, like we I'm have things like that. I'm already getting teary-eyed because I'm already thinking about it now. I, you need, know, a, like, I need a baker. Play, that's what, it's like song. a bunch of stuff like that. So life categories. And then there's like the era. Play a song from the 90s by a female R&B group. Mm-hmm. Play a song from 2000s by a male rapper. And then there's the artist. Play a song from Busta Rhymes, Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston, Michael, Michael Jackson. Right, and then there's the record labels. A play song from Bad Boy. A play song from Cash Money. Wow. Right. So there's a lot of thought that went. There's into a this. lot of thought that went into it, and I just kind of like, I picked things that really like game shows that were really stuck out to me and things that I really liked. Mm-hmm. There's also sabotage cards in the game. So let's say I'm losing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? These guys are doing really well. I want to sabotage their team. I pull a card out that could say. You know, maybe they get 30 seconds to pick their song or I could say, you know what, Chung, I want you to pick your song by yourself like your team can't help you. So try to get us back into the game. And I kind of got those kind of ideas from like Call of Duty, Mm. you know, like like Wheel (laughs) of Fortune. Right. So there's wild cards in the game, too. So like you may draw a card and say this card is purely based on performance Mm -hmm. where you have to rap, sing your song with it, play in the background and perform your song. So there's like, it's not only just playing music, there's a whole bunch of 
dimensions that kind of make it not just a boring you play song i play song right. game there's 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 theatrics you know there's you can go head to head with one person a team if the, if the wild card says so and i kind of just got those ideas from like wheel of fortune call of duty price is right, right. and games that i liked that watching really loved, right. yeah growing up and i was like oh how can i incorporate these things how can i steal from here and make it my own and make the game not just go play music head to head back mm. and forth this is gr- I, like i'm like you don't understand because I actually have a Christmas party with like my bridal party, just kind of like as a, as a thank you. Yeah. And I'm actually, I was like, okay, we're gonna do the karaoke thing, mm-hmm. which is great because this is, is like cool. basic karaoke on steroids. But the fact that you've broken it up into categories, genres, mm-hmm. like like the whole like like yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of tear it up a little bit when you said name, you know, play a play a wedding song. Yeah. The first one that came to my mind was giving you the best that I got, Lenny Baker. Oh, that's great. That was my that was my wedding song. Yeah, that's yes, great. I'm pushing my wedding. I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and it's because and I was saying that because I for instance, I had you on my radio show. That's a great uh, song, actually. It's an amazing yeah, song. Yeah, sorry, I'm still thinking about that. And a lot of people don't bring that out. Yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. people don't that's bring out a baker. Yeah. I'm telling you that much. A lot of people miss listen, we can go on for days. Mm-hmm. But for instance, like I had you on my radio show a couple weeks ago, um, on one on G987. And you were you were you were you were talking about not it's it's the fact that not only it's the music basis because one it also I guess brings out your music knowledge yeah in a sense but it also brings out sometimes the best of people right and sometimes the very worst of people mm-hmm. can you give us one if you can think of one uh, probably the best. The best, and watch how I'm phrasing, the best worst moment during an Ox God game event. Can you think of one? The best worst moment. So you saw a team get aggravated and they were pissed and they're like, okay, you know what? Okay. Perfect example. (laughs) First battle we had. First battle we had in Post Office Sound in their studio space. Mm -hmm. About 150 people came. Sorry, 150 people came. It was really small. Which is great because everyone was so close and right. you could feel that energy was loud. People were like hot. banging on the walls. And, and it was hot. Yeah, it was kind of hot, but not too bad because okay. it was like spring-ish. Okay, good. Yeah, and I was not, mindful of that. Not no summer hot. I'm like, don't do it in the summer because no, it's a no, small no. space. And it's musty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah trust sure. me, right? And <laughs> the last card, the very last card of the battle mm-hmm. was play a song from an R&B artist. From 2000 mm. and the girls team played cisco can you name drop who it was i have a feeling who it was it was a girls team so girls is like a female collective agency oh, girls girls uh, girls girls girls, girls. Yeah, yeah girls g's uh, x x yeah. yes, okay those girls right they played cisco and then extra gravy played d'angelo mm. and they had i am tressor come out with the theatrics and he took his shirt off and then marlon was spinning him like d'angelo in the video right it was fire. Everyone was going like, this is crazy. <laughs> the girls team, like, they started bubbling on me, and I'm just like, what's going like, on? What's Everything going is on? crazy. I'm, I'm taking it, but. <laughs> right. That was, like, the last battle, the last card of the night. But what was special about that is, like, the girls team picked a song that was released in 1999. Ooh. It wasn't Thong Song. No. Okay. I can't remember what they, I think it might have been Thong Song. Or it's probably from something from his album. I think it was, the, was it a slow jam? 
I think it was Thong song they picked. Okay. And it was released in 1999, apparently. Oh, yeah. Cause it was so during, while. It was during Rush Hour. It was during uh, Rush right. Hour. So while I'm getting my bubble, people are showing me like. The year. The year the, on their phone. But people in the audience, too, they're like, no, 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 no. This is 1999. Oh. They're not following the rules. Ooh. So then the judges now are like, we're going to let it slide. And the extra gravy is like, no, no, no you can't I'm let angry. it slide. Like, even I'm angry. Like, my, listen, Mike will tell you, I, even I'm angry right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like the best and worst moment because I was like, I'm like, the what game, you- like, I've, even though I've tested it so much, I'm like, did I mess it up? Like, did I? Right. But I, it's not my fault. It's just like the card wasn't, the rules weren't followed on the card. No, but no, no. But if you're saying if, if it was from the 2000s. Yeah. So that was like a really good point. That was a really great. Are they trying to say like the single came out in 2000? That was the big discussion oh. in the in the audience, and I was like, I'm like, I, I'm not a judge. So when the way, so what I do? <laughs> so you took yourself out of the whole equation. So what I what happens all the time? <laughs> Just happens, like every Jamaican, what happens all this, the time? There's fire when that dead end. That's the yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah yeah. That's the France in me. I'm like, oh, no, not, no, not, no, we're no, not we're not we're not a part of this. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> watching that, I was like. You know what? I I can't say anything as a host. Right. I'm not. I can't. It's not. It's not my place. Right. So you'll see, like on Sunday, December 9th at the brunch and battle. Yes. <laughs> that um we don't like. I don't. I I I'll, I will read the cards. I give people the amount of time. That I'm like kind of like the ref. Right. But I don't make like the rulings. I don't make the rules. Right. You know. What I mean, I kind of host it, but I don't. I don't make the judgment. Because you have judges. Yeah. That make I don't. That I don't lead the audience. I don't lead the judges at all. I just have fun like everybody else. I'm just the voice of the audience. So you're saying you haven't swayed, you haven't swayed one or twice, one or two times. You no, it's I don't. I try not to. I really, really try not to. So that means you have. No, like I'm really serious about it. So like I do everything so fair for the battles. I hope so. So everything in, in like between like the teams, mm-hmm. I pick their teams out of a like I pick who their matchups are out of a hat. Right. Like I don't fabricate anything. People be like, oh, why don't you put this against this team? It'll be a good battle. I'm like, no, it's not, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Right. I do everything super fair. So sometimes, for example, like let's say you play your song and you play maybe 20 seconds. Right. And the other team, I'll make sure they get 20 seconds too. Right. Right. We may play 15 on usual, but if you play 20, then I'll give them 20. Right. Like I make that note so in my fair. head. So I make, make it, it super fair. fair. So like everyone cannot complain like that I'm not, I'm t- I'm picking sides. Mm-hmm. When it comes to dancing, I will dance for both teams equally. Okay. Right? And I will hype up both teams equally. Mm-hmm. So that's all for, like, the show and give people, like, oh, this is so fun. And then I get the audience involved. Right. And they start rapping. They start singing and all that stuff. But in terms of, like, fabrication, like, I stay out of it. So for that battle, I was just like, it's not my place. I haven't been judging all game. Right. I can't judge now. No. Right? So I sit back and I just let the judges do their thing. That's what they're supposed to do. That's dope, man. Listen, you you, you guys got to go get this game. Oxgodgame.com is where you can get it, right? Oxgodgame.com. Huh? Is that the only place where you can get it? No, nah, you can actually get it at Sonic Boom as well. Downtown? Downtown, yeah. We got it's right we, across the street from a church. Yeah, we <laughs> we got placement at Sonic <laughs> Boom. I've actually never seen the church, to be honest. It's in it's actually in the underground theater. Because remember there's an underground cinema on um in Spadina. There used to be an underground theater. Okay. We bought that out. But that's neither here nor there for Kingsway. I didn't know Center. that. Well you do now. I didn't know and that. it's right across from Sonic Boom. So there's no discussion. Like where Kensington is? Yeah, right for, literally just down the street. How do you know that? Well, I, well, how about you come? Vi- how about the day of the brunch? You come get some soul in you before you go before you go and antagonize some people. 
This guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So, friends, are you, are you gonna have any special like? Were, are there any special guests that kind of showed up? Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, not well, for December 9th. Not for December 9th. Okay. So, I'm just talking about just in, in general. general. Yeah. You know where what? You're, where, um, where you're kind of like, whoa, like didn't expect you to come through. No, uh, we haven't really had any of that yet. We've had no, and I'm not. I'm lying. We've had, we've had people that I've been have done great things in music in the city. Like mm-hmm. Jordan Manswell has produced. Right. Right. We've had Francis Got Heat. Mm. You know, he's done great stuff. We had someone who's like a DJ, like DJ legend. God, yep. Yeah, she's amazing. So we, they judge our North by Northeast battle. I've tried to get Cardi out to come mm-hmm. through the best battle. Man's elusive. It's hard to get a hold of. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it's this Sunday you may have a chance. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. If I can. That's if you'll listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's only if you listen to me. Yeah. But that's crazy because... And, and and the reason why I kind of go back to the, the the story because I can hear the camaraderie be, be, between people that just really love music, good music, yeah, and love. I guess because majority of the time, for instance, now it's like you hear stories about you know shootings of certain rap artists in mm-hmm. the city, and it kind of paints a play. It it plagues yeah the city in a sense. Yeah. So if I'm hearing that okay, there's a hip hop and R and B card game party. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to show up because I don't know what can go down or right, right, what right. can be said. But when I'm hearing the stories, not just from like, you know, our homegirl T, mm-hmm. uh, TL, TLG, shout out to you. Um, you know, Jay Fiasco, who all, who's also oh, yeah. another big person behind, who stands behind it. A lot of prominent influencers in the city that really believe in this thing. Um, it shows that as much as we don't like to support people we do like to support people in a sense because Mm -hmm. we we believe it right i wouldn't i'll be honest with you i wouldn't have had you on my radio show and the podcast right if i didn't believe in what was done and i'm not i appreciate it i'm not clout chasing because yes Mm -hmm. i've heard the places where you've taken this game Mm -hmm. i've heard that i've seen that place but just you know even interacting with you and just even seeing the passion that you have not just for the city on a whole to really come together just celebrate music yeah it's just to see the city just support each other yeah period yeah um i'll probably give like two more questions like give us the importance of why something like this was very successful in toronto and why that that success has kind of garnered across you know even overseas you know what i think i think the city music is such a strong part of the city right now Mm -hmm. and i think events and those kind of things are they're so kind of redundant right so music is so popular. Anyone loves music and events that we've gone to and like parties, like they're all the same. Mm-hmm. And to kind of mix this with a party that's very different mm-hmm. has brought it so much success mm-hmm. just here and just like all over the world because no, we've never really seen this before. Right. Right. In a way where we can play music. We never had, we never lived in a time except for now where you can literally just say, I want Cisco thong song. Right. And get it immediately. Right. And now you can battle with a car just prompting you. You know, like we've never had this ease. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the novelty of that is so important for like the success. Mm-hmm. But um, just take your question a little further. I think the events, what I've always wanted to do with the events is bring people together and not so much it being like a clout chasey thing. Right. Always just bring people who just love music and they can play too, mm-hmm. you know. And I never wanted to be somebody who was, I want to get the people with the most followers or the most likes right. to play the game because that's not how I see that's not what's represented when people buy the game at home you know everyone plays on their own time the only thing I'm really the other thing I'm really really excited about is I've always said to like my friends is that 
this is going to be a, a, a staple where if you are an up and coming artist, mm-hmm. we'll be able to bring you in and you can perform in front of a new crowd. Mm. Right. And you can do like a halftime show at the battle where you can play your music and you can perform your music. So not only is it a game, you're so you're bridging, so you're bridging the gap. Yeah, and that's really important to me because like a lot of times why everyone's so high like that. For <laughs> I don't know why. Because you're really excited. <laughs> exactly. Of, I think it's just like a lot of people are they really do think about themselves and I understand think about yourselves, but I'm just someone who I have to give back and I have to try to get people together in a different way. Right. Right. And I think we can if we can make Toronto be like Atlanta, how they support each other, right. we would be like not we would be unstoppable. Right. And that's kind of what I want to do with this. Mm-hmm. So our event on, on December 9th is going to have a, a new artist called Be, Lo- Be On Location. I heard of him. I actually actually I actually hosted a, a wedding mm-hmm. and he was there and he bothered me about music. And I told him, like, this is not the time or the place. I'm hosting. A, a <laughs> right. 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 But, but he's, he has he's some great. dope music. He's got he's got he's great so music. Dope. Yeah. And he's um he's battling on Team Sandbox. Nice with Rooks. With Rooks, Rooks is on there. Rooks is on there. Yo, I'm on Team Rooks. I, I mean, I'm on. T- I'm in Team Sandbox. Sandbox? I'm not asking yeah. you guys. I'm jumping in. I don't care, doggy. <laughs> Just jump on in, bro. I'm jumping in. But jump conti- on in. But continue. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah. So I, I had a I had a call with him yesterday, and I was like, dude, I I see what you're doing. I like your song. You just put out. The visuals are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? You're already battling the day of. If you would like to have like a halftime performance, mm-hmm. you know, we can give you ten minutes. And, you know, I would love for you to perform. Mm -hmm. And he was like, absolutely. You know, he's totally about it. And just having that camaraderie with people that you believe in. Right. And just giving, not saying like putting them on, but it's like you share the network that you've built with somebody else. Right. You know, and maybe he can bring people out that haven't heard about the Ox God. And everyone's helping everybody without malice, without thinking like. You know, like, am I going to get paid for this or right. whatever the case may be? It's, it, you know, it's, it's just showing up. It's everyone's just supporting each other. And that's what we need to do more. And I've always thought Ox God could be that place where we could do that. That's what I love, man. Uh, last question. Um, if you were to change anything in regards to the city of Toronto, more so in regards to the music aspect, don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can sh- plug Ox God again, but. Just from a, a figurative respect standpoint, because you you've been a writer, you've been you know you you're a very creative guy, and I know that you're very open minded and very community based. Mm-hmm. But if there's one thing that you could see different within the uh, Toronto music spectrum or yeah. Canadian music spectrum per se, what would it be, figuratively speaking? Honestly, the one thing I don't like too much is I mean this is like a, with against the grain of all music right now. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's so much auto tune. And then everyone sounds the same. <laughs> it's it's like it's so auto tune heavy. Mm-hmm. Is that like we like Drake because Drake was different, right? Right. We like Jay because he was different. We like Kanye because he was different, right? And how do you stick out if everyone is the same? If you all sound the right. same, you know what I mean? Like all this mumbling and auto tune is it can only get you so far. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the people who have won Grammys, who have been propelled to superstardom right they've all been super different from each other they've gone against the grain they've gone against the grain i like that mike bamboo thank you for coming through no problem thanks for having me i bro. didn't mean to rhyme that see i'm, I'm <laughs> meant for this i'm meant for you the meant events, for yo i'm meant for the, the for the coming events. out coming out um oxgodgame.com is where you can get the card game i'm telling you it's like it's gonna be non-stop super duper fun 
It'd be fun, man. For your whole family, for your friends, for your haters. Heck, you never know. This can probably bridge you and your hater together. There you go. Um, it's unity, unity, so unity in a box. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new. That should be the new one. Yeah. That should be all Rick James. Unity, unity. And then for each person, that, you know, the joke's already done. Um, but yes, yes. Thank you for having me, man. And no, everybody who's listening, please follow me at Mike Bamboo. Can you, let me, can you let me build up? You doggy? know what? I just didn't want you to close it. And then I'd be like, yo, buddy, I didn't get to do my job. But I know what But I'm you, you doing, know what? Dude. It's your job. My bad. My bad. So how you know when someone comes to your work and they're like, yo, do this. And you're like, yo, this is like, my don't job. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. If you could just edit that apart. Do I come to your I'd job and smack the broom out your hand? No. I hey, whoa, don't. whoa, 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 whoa. That's a figure of speech. I'm whoa. not saying you first do the broom. First of all, I, I like, first of all, I do home. I do home shout, out, shout out to the custodian staffs. Don't know. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Listen, I'm a homebody, so I'm a domesticated guy. Yeah, I yeah, clean. Yeah. So you cook and clean. I cook and clean, man. Nice. Not just that's before wifey. That's we're Jamaican household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Got to be. You got to cook. You got to be clean. Yeah, Saturday mornings, every morning, man. Saturday morning. Yeah, that's true. You know the deal, dog. Yeah, Come yeah. On. I uh, used to. Yeah, I used to tell my sisters every Saturday morning, like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna clean the place. But you, they would be cleaning up, and you would be on your. Ass no, we would all clean. We okay. would all clean. Because it was like, I just didn't want to get in trouble for not having clean plays. So no, I was it's like, not let's even just that. do it on it's our own. for having somebody else not do their shit and then you still get beat for it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. That too. This is probably a bad segue to plug your social media segues. <laughs> <laughs> How can the yeah. people follow you? You creep me and my sisters who used to get our ass bust for, um, for not keeping the, the you, place clean. You clean up the toilet. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, I did. And you only clean the top part, but you never clean the like the actual. <laughs> oh, you rim. were like that. You were a sloppy. I had to clean. I you were a sloppy toilet cleaner. Course, I had to clean the rim. <laughs> One day I have like, Mom, I had it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my ass beat, and then I didn't wake up until Tuesday. But anyway, how can people follow you? <laughs> follow me at Mike Bamboo. Um, you can follow at Ox Guy Game, but I think it's my your best interest to follow at Mike Bamboo because that one's way more entertaining. You got me. You got my friends. You got. Everything you'd probably want to see from a person behind the business account. This is how I know you've made it. Because it says made in China. <laughs> and we're going to end it there. Mike, thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming through, man. I appreciate you. Thank you very much, man. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Yeah, that was a deep conversation with Mike Bamboo. Again, special shout outs to you, my brother. Go get the game, oxgodgame.com, A-U-X-G-O-D-G-A-M-E.com. Uh, play with your friends. It's a great stocking stuffer. I know I got mine, and you can get yours too. And remember, he has an event this Sunday, December 9th, at the Remix Lounge for the Ox God Battle. Nine teams who will be victorious with their auxiliary and their iPhone or Android, if you're an Android user, because we hate Android users. Anyway, um, make sure to follow the podcast. Again, Maple Syrup Show on Twitter, Maple Syrup Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe now. Hit that button. Give us a five-star rating. Let us know how, we, how we're doing. And on next week's episode, I got the one and only Spec One passing through on the podcast. So that's going to be a good, good conversation that you need to hear. Um, other than that, I'm going to leave with the hot cake of the week. Here is B on location. I mean, you already heard his name during the podcast. So it might as well we just drop some line from. So here is B on location on the Maple Syrup podcast. Remember, Maple Syrup is sweet, not sappy. Have a good night, good day, whatever it is. Just have a good life. Take care. See you next week. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby.
texting me, and she be calling my phone. Claim it's emergency, but I am not that one one. I can't don't chill, hats in my cup, hoops in my ear. She drop it for real, she cock it up, I look at her real. The hard top, drop top, you don't really, really, really know one. I can't stop, won't stop, you don't really, really, really know one. I post up, post up, you don't really, really, really know Coast now, you don't really, really, really know. Struggle with your bitch, lightning. She just wanna die like me.